0: Hey everyone. My name is Faisal and welcome to Access for Nerds. This is my first ever podcast and this is my inaugural pod- podcast episode. So, believe it or not, this is my fourth time recording my first ever podcast. The first time was uh, a couple of days ago and hearing it back that my thoughts were too jumbled I went on too much of a tangent my discussion were too unfocused and I was like I could do better so I tried to do another one uh, tried to do another recording the second time believe it or not the most amateur (laughs) the most amateur mistake I did I didn't press the unmute button on my mic so that was And effort wasted. (laughs) The third time is I was too preoccupied with something else and there were a lot of ums and ums on my discussion. However, I'm not gonna say that going forward there won't be any more ums and ums. In fact, there will be there might be more of of that because um, I'm not gonna edit much on my podcast i'll try to upload it as is because i'm not good at editing and i'm a bit lazy so there'll be like a lot of awkward pauses and ums and ums and sometimes you can even see you can even hear my bodily function as in i'll be burping sneezing (laughs) coughing i'm not gonna edit that Uh, more natural i guess so, before I start with my topic, I would like to let you guys know why I started this podcast in the first place. So, well, again, if you listen to me in the past two to three, from, my, from the past two minutes, I have, I would say, not as good of... Oral communicator so I'm hoping that this podcast helps me get better at talking in public or I'll just say public speaking so that's one of the main factors of me starting is just to let me get more comfortable airing out my thoughts and also another reason is I want to talk about comics, I want to talk about nerd stuff, I want to talk about games, I want to talk about pro wrestling, football those those things I would consider nerdy and I'm not seeing as much of that that caters towards my interest, so that's why I'm starting the podcast I'm not saying that there's no comic book podcast, there's no games podcast there's a lot of them trust me I know I follow a lot of them too but there's no podcast that talks about all of them together in one place so I'm just gonna share my interests and if people like it people stay around engage uh, welcome if not I'll just be talking to to the void and that's okay too So, I guess we'll open up with my topic. Comic book is for nerds. That's in the title. So, before we start, uh, because it's about comics and everything, we'll start with uh, the news of uh, Kentaro Miura's passing. He's a comic book slash mangaka from Japan. Uh, He's known for his work in the m- manga Berserk one of my favourite mangas of all time so just starting off the podcast by saying rest in peace and I hope his family uh, condolences to his family and I hope they are they are going I hope they tough mm, Wow, see, I'm not even good at saying condolences to people, but I hope their family is weathering through it. So, rest in peace, uh, Kentaro We'll be missed. Also, speaking of Berserk, the work itself, I would highly recommend it if people are listening. Give it a try it's a really 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 fantastic masterpiece of dark fantasy and mature themes and when i say mature themes it's not just about the gore or the sex yeah those are in that those are in the manga the content but what i mean by mature themes is more towards adult topics such as politics, such as identity, such as class warfare, such as war of itself on how war takes a toll on you, on how ugly and brutal the world is, but also how that shouldn't define your humanity, things like that. That's the themes of Berserk I'm not going to go into spoilers because I'm hoping that people will give it a try and I'm not going to try to spoil what the storyline is because I would give anything to experience that that sensation of reading Berserk for the first time again if I could so I'm gonna not talk about Berserk as much, but just gonna say that if you like dark fantasy, you do like you like uh, people battling demons, battling monsters, a dude wielding a huge ass sword. <laughs> you love Berserk. Also, preface that how how influential Berserk is is you. Can see by other media's most prominent is the Dark Souls Bloodborne genre, which heavily was inspired by Berserk uh, Miyazaki from Fromsoft, creators of Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Was <coughs> excuse me, was a big fan of Berserk, and that influence is. Seen throughout all his works so again if you were a fan of bloodborne and dark souls and you want to see just w- some of the source materials that influences that games uh, again you can try berserk i'm please try berserk <laughs> so that's it about uh, kental and berserk so We move on to our main topic comic books because because i would say mangas and comic books are similar it's basically the same it's just from where you're from but when i when the topic of comic books appeared uh, our first thoughts would go from from a western publication if there's a Manga episode, I'll try to title it as Manga is for Nerds, as for now we will talk about comics first, because actually yeah, the reason I wanted to make this as my first opening uh, episode is because of the prevalences of comic book source material being adapted To television and movies so and even games so I want to talk about that since it's so prevalent in our mainstream media right now so first of all first of all what I want to talk about is invincible so I'm guessing that if you follow nerd culture You would know what Invincible is, but I'll start by introducing what it is, in case for people who are not following. So, it's a comic by Image. Image Comics is a company that is not Marvel or DC. It's like the third biggest uh, publishing comic company. It's by Robert Kirkman. written by Robert Kirkman Um, you might be familiar with that name he also wrote The Walking Dead and funnily enough (laughs) Invincible comic is six months earlier than what The Walking Dead I forgot what year is it I think it was 2003 I think the first publication but anyways yeah Invincible so what is what is it? It's a superhero comic set in its own world. It's a standalone world of superheroes. So unlike DC or Marvel where all the superheroes are sharing one world where but the themes of the world depends on which hero is leading the comic book. So you'll you'll get some Tone inconsistency in that world in this world in the invincible world it's just one superhero it's just invincible there are some spin-offs and there are some image sharing world events but those are i would say non-canon so it's not really as important So, so what i love about invincible is and what other fans also think I think love about it is it's a standalone world that means you do not have to need you do not need to have prior knowledge of other um, legacy superheroes or other superheroes with history in the same shared universe because invincible is the starting off point and invincible is the end point everything there's no There is no continuation after or before Invincible so it's as again it's a standalone world so it's easy for people to pick up and not needing to have extra baggages and knowledge for for them to appreciate the storytelling. So Invincible again what the plot is I'll try to keep it brief again I'm not a good storyteller so I'll try to pace myself I'm sorry if it sounds if it sounds out of whack so I'll I'll try to structure my thoughts properly this is also the reason why the first recording uh, was discarded went on 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 too much of a tangent but anyways Invincible is about this person called Mark Grayson. Funnily enough, um, the name Grayson is because of Dick Grayson, (laughs) uh, which is Nightwing from the Batman comics. But yeah, it it goes back to uh, the kid called Mark Grayson. He is a senior in high school. He... Wants to be a superhero like his dad. His dad is called Omni Man, it's like this world's version of Superman. So, it's about uh, this kid uh, who is who grew up normal without any powers until he's 18 because that's when he is supposed to get his powers. So, it's a journey, it's a story about a journey of this person, Mark. Trying to become the superhero he can. So, what makes this comic stand out from other um, coming-of-age storylines for superheroes is the brutality of it. It's a Robert Kirkman piece. So, there'll be a lot of gory realism, I would say. I'm um, guessing. Uh, how do I put this it's like when you see a superhero trying to save a city that was attacked by aliens let's see you in other medium you don't see i'm I'm not saying in other mediums. in other superhero stories you don't see the deaths the the c- civilian casualties and you know it's there but it was not shown right in front of you so it's like background noises but in this um, series they put it front and center in your face that their lives are at stakes and the superheroes can't actually uh, save everyone so there'll be a lot of collateral damage there'll be a lot of deaths so (laughs) It's basically Man of Steel, but with realistic death counts, <laughs> I would say. There, there's, there are a lot of plots, plot twists, turns, and everything. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm hoping that people that, have, that haven't watched, try to watch it, give it a try. Um, keep in mind, you don't need to read it first i would love it if you read it because the story is complete so maybe you could try it. if you do read it we can discuss it on the comment section i don't know where the comment section is wait again this is my i'm new to this but uh, again you can try to read it or not it's on amazon prime um, the first season the first season is eight episodes uh, is complete this first season is done the uh, season two entry is confirmed the first uh, season encompasses the first 12 issues. So, again, if you wanted to watch, then after that, continue reading. You can continue reading after episode um, I mean, after episode 8, you can continue reading to issue 13 until it's done. I think it's 143, the last issues. So, anyways, that is what I wanted to talk about. In invincible also yeah there was this rant i was going on with my first recording about me being a little bit of a having a hipsterish tendency about invincible releasing in 2003 me reading it in 2008 and trying to convert people into reading it but people uh, were not uh, giving it a try, and after this, after the Amazon Prime series came out, only then like people would take notice of it. I mean, I'm glad people are finally giving it a, ch- uh, a shot because of the because of the cartoon series. Is I would say cartoon? Yeah, it's cartoon, an animated series, but. There's a bit part of me feels a bit bitter that people didn't take my recommendation in 2008. I was like, ooh, now after it gets an adaptation, now you're interested. Where were you when I was giving it praises? No No one actually gave it a shot, even though I... Constantly advocate about the comic and people reading it, but I get uh, that—that's just me being bitter. <laughs> I guess that—that's yeah, also one of the reasons for me to start this podcast is to for me to get things off my chest. Um, I would say a bit therapeutic, shouting into the void. Uh, but yeah, Invincible. Um, I hope more people see it, more people read about it, and maybe in the future I'll make a spoiler podcast about it. We'll talk in depth more about that. And we'll start with the, the animated series, then talk more towards the comics. But that's in a future episode, doesn't really matter now. Another topic I wanted to go with in in our umbrella of comic books is The Immortal Hulk by L.E. Wing. That... Okay, okay. (coughs) Give me a sec, give me a sec. I'll start by saying that... The Incredible Hulk is my top three favorite comic book characters ever, ever since, uh, I would say (laughs) ever since the, the, the live action TV series, I saw it in 1995, I think, it was broadcasted here. Is and that, (laughs) that series doesn't even have boost money, it's is wait i forgot what's his name is it's the Bill Bixby one um, yeah it's David Banner <laughs> yeah so that was my first introduction to Hawk and then there was some of, some cartoon series and everything. Sure, I, I love Spider-Man and I love Batman. Those two are my favourite superheroes. My favourite character is Doctor Doom. Anyway, anyway, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to go on a tangent without proper uh, lead-up. Uh, we'll talk about Hulk, but then we'll go about somewhere else. So, The Incredible Hulk was one of my favourite Superior characters and there was this comic event called um, World War World War, World War Hulk oh my god why was it so hard to say okay that event in Marvel where Hulk was exiled to another planet then he came back he was exiled by the illuminatis which consists consist of Professor X, uh, Iron Man, Black Panther, and Reed Richards. I think there's one more I forgot, but... Again, those, uh, those council exiled, exiled Hulk to another planet because he was he was deemed too dangerous to be controlled. Anyway that is World War Hulk, it was an old event. This is me talking about Immortal Hulk by L.E. Wing but yeah I was trying to give background on why Hulk is my one of my favorite characters but anyways in the Immortal Hulk L., what L.E. Wing did was he changed the the angle of how you look at Hulk and that is oh I was trying to to find podcasts and find discussion about people talking about this book the reception is pretty good but there's no actual discussions I want discussion then and also one of the reasons why I'm starting this podcast I'm going to talk about it Immortal Hulk is so good <laughs> It's about Okay It goes into Some meta narrative On Hulk As a character On comic books as a a Storytelling medium Because The name Immortal Hulk Is Also About Hulk Being unable to die Is it it's about it's also a story about how comic book characters cannot die in a meta sense s- since they was, they keep coming back and how, how death has no permanent meaning in the comic book world not comic book world in the Marvel and DC comic book world if you read Invincible again going back to that topic, death has proper impact and meaning and permanency in Marvel and DC, not so much. And the Hulk, the immortal Hulk storytelling, story leans on that. So I'll go in as I'll go a bit into spoilers. If you don't want, you can head off now and not. Uh, and not hear what i'm trying to say and just read it because it's a high recommendation it's i wouldn't give ratings because ratings are subjective and ratings are a lightning rod for flame wars (laughs) but again if it's a recommendation or not It's a high recommendation. Please go read it. But, okay, so I'll try to go into some spoilers. So, The Incredible Hulk and how the death, I would say, mechanic in meta comic book writing plays into this. So, basically, the Hulk in this storyline can't die. Hence the name Immortal Hulk. And... Cannot die, as in the meaning that he will die, but he will always be resurrected. It's about when. Okay, I'm pretty sure that people know the origins of um, Hulk, where Bruce Banner was caught in a gamma bomb explosion and he became the Hulk. Where. Well, in this iteration, it's. it's shown that he did die but he resurrected so every time every time he actually transformed from Banner to Hulk, he dies he dies and he comes back and that is that if the way I'm describing it if the the storyteller does not frame it in um in an interesting sense it will be defined as some ass pool <laughs> but I assure you but I assure you the the storytelling is immaculate it's about every time a Hulk banner goes into Hulk mode he die banner dies and Hulk emerges from that and when he reverts back to Banner Hulk dies and Banner emerges from that and where does the dead go? He They go to hell basically <laughs> but yeah here's the thing here's the thing about Marvel and their shared world and how uh, how Hard it is to balance the multiple narratives in a shared superhero world because there are different types of hell. <laughs> if you read Ghost Rider, there is there is a different type of hell. There's Christian's hell, Christian hell. There's religious hell. There's a metaphysical hell, and this Hulk story goes into a hell that is layers and layers below what other perceive hell as it's such a surreal state of matter it's um, how yeah what again why I love this series is it's so out there it's so it's so hard to explain until you actually... Take time and read uh, the material and read the underlying meaning of the book. It is fantastic. Anyways, it's about them dying and going to hell and re-emerging back time after time after time. It's fascinating because when you go to hell, what, what hell... Are you going to is it the Christian hell is it the Muslim hell the Jewish hell I don't know if Jews have hell I'm not sure I'm not really good in religion studies and anyways but so in Hulk's story the hell here is a metaphysical hell of your past on how your worst past are uh, lived in. It's a shared collection of all humanity's past hatred and anger and pure vileness in a layer, in a consciously shared layer. And that is where, that is where hell is for them. So in this case, yeah whenever they die they go to that hell and relieving some i would say messed up shit <laughs> and oh also yeah before i forget the art in this is amazing it's it's so it's a surreal kind of art it's by um ah oh crap I've, i'm blanking on the name. Um i I'll, I'll get you back to that I'll get back to you on that. but anyways, it's about uh, yeah, it's about hell n and, and about how when the the superhero dies. It's not long until they're resurrected back. It's there's a bit of meta narrative there but okay we'll go back to the the Hulk storyline. In in this story arc I wanna say arc is this this series what El Ewing does is establish that Bruce Banner has multiple personality disorder due to his trauma so the funny thing is it's not funny i mean the interesting thing is there are multiple hulks in the past based on who was right writing hulk and how they want hulk to act so what l ewing did, did was he actually categorizes the hulk as different personas of hulk so, uh, based on which one emerges because as if you are a fan of hulk there is you know that sometimes hulk is savage who which speaks in broken broken english in three to five words and that's about it he's just smashed basically the hulk smash in the original avengers if you watch the MCU you know that is the savage Hulk that is the personification of his younger child so that's why he he is he is throwing in tantrum that's why he's raging out there's also the grey Hulk uh, also known as Joe Fixit it's he's more articulate he's more he acts as a wise guy. The history is, he when he becomes the Grey Hulk, he becomes a bouncer for some mob bosses in in some casino in Vegas. So that is a different um, personil- personality from the Savage Hulk, which is also a different personality from Bruce Banner. So that that Grey Hulk is the wise guy. The trying to be cool Hulk that uh, people don't see banner as so that is another mes- manifestation so there's also um, the green scar uh, the world war Hulk that we were that I was talking about previously for a brief while that that, that is the that is the the world hulk i would say yeah yeah it sounds so badass isn't it <laughs> so anyways yeah that that is the green scar hulk and the main character of the main hulk in this book is the devil hulk the immortal hulk this hulk is the conniving slightly more sinister hulk and this is the, the personification of... Instead of tantrum at like the Savage Hulk, this Devil Hulk is more calculative. It's, it's, more, um, it's more cunning and that is such a good story to tell for Hulk because previously people would associate Hulk with... Um, uh, a, I'll borrow from Thor Ragnarok um, Raging Fire Thor is like smoldering fire ra- Hulk is right ra- Raging Fire but that Hulk is is what we've grown to know and this Devil Hulk is more goes by his name pretty accurately devilish he's more the way he analyse and and trying to dismantle his opponent. And here's the thing though, his opponent is not necessarily evil guys. They're bad guys, but they're not necessarily evil. So, and it's all about shades of grey and that is why for me, this Hulk book is so good. It goes into meta, meta commentary on, on, heroes dying and reviving it goes into storytelling of hell and trauma and it goes into storytelling of why Hulk is such a complex character that I love and I'm not gonna I want to talk more about this is I could go a long while talking about this but it go, also it goes to too much of a spoiler and if people are listening Again, go read it. I I don't want to spoil too much on this because it's such a good book. It's still ongoing. I'm not sure when L. Ewing's last issue comes out. I hope he still has more to tell. But that's about it for me talking about Immortal Hulk. Again, like the Invincible thing I mentioned before, we might have a specific episode on Hulk where we'll talk in depth about his history, about his about this storyline in particular because again since world war hulk this is one of the most fascinating runs i've ever read and i love it let's go to another topic topic about comics i want to talk about should i talk about mangas nah i want to talk about more non-DC and Marvel comics. Again, I'll just go back to image. Because this this topic is more broad, more general. It's not specific about storylines. It's just about me finding the big two which is Marvel and DC, reading them now is a bit of a chore. That's why I'm I'm sticking to more standalone universes. That's why I'm reading, I was reading, but I mean other things like Saga, uh, like um, The Mortal Blade. Um, oh yeah, before before that, I mean, I mean not before that, uh, on a tangent to that, a standalone story is what I'm saying. A standalone story is something that I'm currently more invested in. Uh, I, I don't like to go read, read about shared universes as much as of currently, which is weird because when I was a bit younger, that's what I go into comics for. I, I like to see when other b- characters interact with other characters from other comics. But now, I think I, I'm a, what the expert in comics says event fatigue. Yeah. is yeah. So, it's a bit of I'm done about interconnectivity I just want to read my books and have that make sense without me trying to piece it out on reading other comic that is not in my pull list so now that's why I'm more focused on standalone um, worlds which is not saying that I'm not reading Marvel and DC because I am again I was talking about Hulk but I'm also reading Marvel and DC that is standalone I'm not trying to read the events, which is currently. I'm. I'm. Su- I'm pretty sure it's Heroes Reborn. I think for DC and for Marvel, I think is after King in Black, I, th- I or that was the previous event. But anyways, um, yeah, because I was not reading the, those events, event series. I'm more towards the standalone things. So that's uh, so why I was trying to talk about uh, Saga or Why the Last Man or But Those things are Pretty universally praised So I'm sure Other people have already talked about it But if not Yeah, go read Saga Or Why the Last Man Because uh, I'm a Brian K. Vaughan yeah. Fanboy <laughs> What I want to talk about on a standalone scale, is Omega Men and Vision, The Vision, which is by Tom King. Also, those comics are, are Eisner Award winning comics, so I'm not gonna say that it's underrated or anything, but because it's properly rated. People know about it, but if they don't, also, Check it out, it's so good. Omega Man is about the Green Lantern standalone story. Also, I won't go into spoilers but what I love about Tom King is that story goes, goes towards a kind of storytelling about terrorism and terrorizing terrorism sympathises and it portrays things like the Afghanistan, the Iraq war and how people start sympathising on terrorists but it is told in a Green Lantern kind of way since the Green Lantern is kind of a space cop so it's told in a veil of being a space opera so oh so good So I don't know what I'm trying to say but I think in conclusion is I'm just trying to tell you guys about maybe try to read comics that are more standalone now. If you like to read event comics, good because that's where (laughs) they make money so I'm guessing that they must be doing something right but what I'm trying to preach i would, <laughs> I would say preach is try to read more standalone stuff. It's it's so self-contained and it provides um if you like story that has closure try to read things like that. I'll try to give some more examples like um Sheriff of, Sheriff of Babylon Oh, yeah, yeah, Sex Criminals. Sex Criminals is done. I didn't read the the final arc yet. People were mixed about the final arc, but what I've read so far, I've loved it. It's a standalone thing. So I'm guessing this last part of me is of me talking about comics is just me giving my recommendations and things that I loved and I hope that you give it a try because like I said when Invincible when I was recommending Invincible no one listened to me and look where it is now you you don't want to miss the boat FOMO is a real thing (laughs) so try to check out some of the things if you can if you want if you like those kind of stories again Oh, The Omega Man, Division, um, um, Sheriff of Babylon, Sex Criminals, things like that. And, I guess that's about it, and we're talking about comics. So, a bit of, I, I would say housekeeping, I'm not sure if it's housekeeping, but yeah, as I was saying, this is my first ever podcast, so the format is not defined yet i'm going i'm going by feel uh, i'll see where this goes if if there's feedback from you guys if there is you guys out there listening to me shouting to the void um i'll be happily listen i'll be happily taking it in don't be mean though go, go. try to, I, I, i'll appreciate Constructive criticism, yeah, not not just people bashing. Don't hurt my feelings, guys. <laughs> but yeah, for so this is me trying to do podcasts. Again, I'll say there will be a lot of learning curves because again, I'm not good at editing. I'm not good in public speaking so I'm going I'm learning as I go so I hope I'll improve after some time and I hope I hope that I notice that I'm improving and I hope people notice that I'm improving especially me talking without awkward pauses and ums and arms because <laughs> um, to tell you the truth um, I was going to some job interviews trying to get a new job and I can see some mistakes in me talking in my part um, so I'm not as fluent so this will I hope help me in being better, being better at being to have extroverted tendencies. Again, I'll uh, I'll preface by saying that I am an introvert. <laughs> Most of us nerds, I'm not generalizing. Well, you get but you get what I mean. But me and my circle of friends that are nerds are more introverted. So. And anecdotally speaking, my uh, people in this um, circle is more introverted and lack the extrovert skills to get ahead. So I'm guessing that with this, I'm getting more used to it and improving step by step. So again, I'm not sure on how long... My podcast is supposed to go. I'm um, shooting for usually an hour per podcast, but I'm not sure if that could keep people's attention or if I can find enough topics in one week to talk about. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll dive into other things like news, industry news and things like that so for now i'm not sure on how long i should go doing this podcast Uh, i'm guessing you guys tell me longer shorter but for now i'll try to make it an hour since it's already like 50 minutes i usually If there's questions, maybe I'll set around 10 minutes of it to answer you guys' questions. I'm not sure if I should post questions first for you guys to answer, or just post questions for me to answer. So I guess that's about it. Oh yeah, talking about other things for now, uh, I'll keep it short, Uh, this is not about comics the comic topic anymore. It's just about A Liverpool uh, clinching top three and clinching Europe for next season. Yeah, yeah that's me football yeah by the way I'm a Liverpool fan so might alienated some other fans especially my man United fans yeah <laughs> yeah we'll talk about football some of the times also we'll talk about a bit of pro wrestling. Um I'm not I'm I'm a big fan of New Japan pro wrestling. So I'm I'm, I'm not sure if I should talk about I should talk about WWE as much because I don't watch their product as much. i watch a lot, a lot of New Japan and AEW. I used to watch a lot of NXT, but that also like, fell down the wayside. That, yeah, also, talking about topics in the future, pro wrestling is definitely a a topic for a, a podcast. That one, I might try to invite friends over. Yeah, speaking of formats, I'm not sure if I'm trying to do this thing alone or should I have people over often more to bounce ideas off To have um, a more natural conversation, uh, instead of me just talking to the mic. But yeah, back to pro wrestling, some short thing is about the nine people in New Japan have tested positive for COVID, and the Wrestle Grand Slam event is not going forward, which is a bummer. But is understandable Okada uh, and Taichi were the two no- most notable uh, covid positive wrestlers um yeah t- speaking about pro wrestling should i should i um just um should i just include things that i like in one podcast or should i uh, segment it in different episodes so let's say i'll just talk about comics now and maybe pro wrestling next week and maybe football next week and maybe games next week and maybe um animes another week or should i just just talk about what i want to talk about and and see where that goes also, yeah, I don't know. This, this is just me talking out loud. Thinking out loud. So, yeah, that's about pro wrestling. Oh, yeah! As of this recording, my... The Eternals... It's not the Eternals. Eternals teaser just dropped. It looks, oh, it looks... It looks fine. I'm digging it. Because, like... Uh, me... I would say I have a, a vast knowledge of comics but I have sh- the the deepness is very shallow <laughs> so I have a lot of knowledges in comic books but not all everyone every each one of them uh are very surface level I would say. And the worst part is eternals I have no idea what they are. I know they are the the celestial beings i would say is it are they the celestial beings of marvel basically they are the the beings that were at the beginning of the marvel universe creation and that's about it and even the teaser the teaser trailer didn't expand much on it 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 just shows the visual which i i kind of dig but not getting what the characters are uh, are representing as of yet so we'll see what else is there um, oh the the game by a mutant has came out i haven't tried it yet i have Looks okay. Mm, I don't think I'll I'll talk about it as much. I'm not versed in it. I finished uh, Resident Evil Eight. It's really good. It's a bit short though. For for it's it's Malaysian ringgit two hundred fifty ringgit. It's it's around yeah it's around sixty USD. Oh. It's expensive for a, a twelve-hour-long game, and maybe I'm a bit—I'm <laughs> a bit frugal on that part because I usually buy things on sale on Steam instead of full price. I'll—I'll I'll buy full price of *Guilty Gear Strive* next month, but that's about it. I, and I'll maybe buy uh, Horizon Forbidden West if I can get a PS5. Yeah, I don't have a PS5 yet. So, anyways. Yeah, RE8. It was fine. It was good. It's a bit short for the price, but it's all, all Resident Evils are that length. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's my fault that I, I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and. Yeah. That's about it. So anyways. Thank you guys. For joining me. And I hope. They'll. I hope. I'll get better at this. I hope. I'm more comfortable in the future talking. I hope I'm more confident in the future talking. And. I hope that I figure out the format because as of currently I'm not sure yet if me talking alone or me talking with other people are are better content I'm sure that talking to other people are better content Mm. but it's so much easier to just do it alone you know that you know those when you were in college when there's a group when there's a group project and you instead try to do the project alone by yourself even though the workload is more but organizing people is so much harder than the actual work <laughs> so yeah that's me if there and i'm sure there like there are people listening to this that feels the same way that group projects suck and that's how i'm feeling trying to organize this podcast if I'm trying to have guests on or trying to be a duo or a trio instead of a solo podcaster. But if it helps me grow, if it betters me in the long run, maybe I could invest my time on it, but we'll see. Okay, guys. Anyways, thank you for uh, tuning in. For those tuning in until the end, <laughs> and I hope I'll see you guys next week. Yeah, next week. Cool. Bye.